2: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
3: This is TalkSport Daily.
4: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, my friend. Yes, Sunday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, I'm back on drive from tomorrow and all next week from 4pm alongside the sneaker freak Darren Bay. Now, we begin today's podcast using thing by looking back on a big old action-packed day of live football across the TalkSport Network yesterday, starting at Villa Park, as Aston Villa annihilated Brighton. Here's how the game sounded live on TalkSport.
3: The first meeting of Europe's wild cards first, Aston Villa against Brighton on the home of football, the wonderful... Talk sport again with a lovely ball down the right side and cash is getting forward Watkins running in the centre and Watkins taps it home Unai Emery's put all of his eggs in the Watkins basket hasn't he in terms of forward players but they are on their best league run at home since 1983 and on the uh, day that the run ended in October 1983 Culture Club were number one with do you really want to hurt me? Ah, Karma you went the wrong one. <laughs> <way. laughs> Quickly on from Diaby to Watkins down the left channel. Thankfully, draw towards the near post. It's another brilliant Oli Watkins goal for Diaby. Saved by uh, the goalkeeper, and then turned into his own net by Purvis It's an own goal. And Brighton collapsing if i was villa i'd be very very conscious of sitting back and trying to hang on back inside the penalty he's brought down the ball smuggled into the goal by ansu Fati who walks away and cheers watkins cuts in left and he drives the ball goal and it's, the and it's in and that should be game set match
4: watkins has made the
3: difference once again here is Ramsey on the left-hand side of right footed he towards the far post, it's in off the post and in. It's going to be 10 out of 10 for Emery's men. Back out and slid in by Douglas Luiz from the edge of the penalty area and into an empty net, and it's six for Aston Villa.
4: And on the back of that, let's hear now from the managers, Unai Emery and Roberto De Zerbi.
5: To be in the top seven now is very, very difficult, but we can be... Uh, a candidate to to fight for one position in the top 17 but we we will need uh, that other teams don't uh, get the point uh, like usually they are getting and uh, we have to do our work we have to think only in our improves we have to feel only in our way tie of course in premier league to stay or to get the european position and in 38 matches try to be very, very demanding and very, very consistent. And then we, we are adding another competition like uh, Europe. Uh, we lost the uh, Carabao Cup, but in, in Europe as well, we, we have to feel strong and we have to feel demanding in it. No, Aston Villa
1: are a, are a great team. Uh, they have a very big players and they play very good football. But uh, we played a... Very bad, uh, bad the game. When you lose uh, uh, playing this uh, type of uh, game, the responsibility is mine. Is is uh, the coach? But I think we have to analyze uh, <clears throat> the mental energy, no? Because uh, we we lost not for the quality of play. We we lost uh, every tackle. We lost every second ball. Uh, we lost every duels. And if you lose so many things in the, in the game, you you lose uh, uh, like today
4: TalkSport also brought you live and exclusive country of Arsenal's big old win at Bournemouth here's how that one played out
6: So we've already brought you seven goals Let's see if we can bring you a hat
5: more down here at the Vitality Stadium. Bournemouth yet to win in the Premier League. Arsenal yet to lose. Jesus heads it back across. Goal! Surely it's a goal for Saka. It is a goal for Vakaya Saka, who could just nod it home from a yard out. Infield, it goes to Zinchenko. Gets it back to Nketiah. Goes down under pressure. Penalty kick. In Odegaard against Neto to double Arsenal's lead. Runs up left footed and sends the keeper the wrong way, buries it in the bottom corner. Sent back to Odegaard. Odegaard goes down. Another penalty for Arsenal. Although now Kai Havertz is being beckoned forward. This is absolutely massive for Kai Havertz's career at Arsenal. Left footed. Havertz sends him the wrong way. It's 3 0. Kai Havertz. Is off the mark, and Arsenal have a four. Ben White heading home from Martin Odegaard's free kick down the right-hand side of the area. Arsenal have won comfortably here and go second in the Premier League, just behind that losing Manchester City side. Full time of the vitality. Bournemouth nil, Arsenal four.
4: And after the game, we heard from managers Mikel Arteta and Andoni Iraola. I can't
6: imagine you've seen many more professional performances than that from Arsenal away from home.
1: Yes, it's, it's always tough to win away from home, to win the way we've done it and 0-4. And Huge credit to the, to the players. we come in from a period of a lot of games, a lot of demands, a stress, and uh, to continue to do it as the demands that we put on them, and they were magnificent today.
6: What was the key to this particular victory today against Bournemouth?
1: I think the way we approached the game. And I could see yesterday that they were fully ready, that they knew the task, they knew the opponent we were going to have in front. We knew they were going to have no time, he was going to give you no time. And we have to be ready for that. And um, I'm delighted the way we approached the game.
6: Now, there were lots of doubts over players coming into the game. You were, you know, leading us to think there might be a few players missing. Pretty much everybody was available was kind of either or but what about Bukayo Saka was there a temptation to take him off before he got his injury because you were three nil up before the hour
1: yeah well with with those ones it was the, the truth nobody trained uh, till yesterday afternoon after my press conference and with Declan there were big concerns till this morning whether he could start the game or not with Leo as well he's coming from an injury we didn't want to risk him today and there were a few that uh, they weren't fully recovered but they're really eager to be part of the team and and help the team when it's needed to be.
6: That's great, but you as the manager would want his best interest at heart. Um, I wonder whether you were thinking about taking him off or a couple yeah. of us at 3-0 to preserve them for longs and for other games like Manchester City.
1: Yes, but uh, we have to think about the day and uh, we wanted to give Time and minutes to, to some players, but we cannot think because then it comes to seven, eight players. You cannot make that many subs that early in a game, especially in the Premier League. I think it has been our worst game of the season. I think uh, uh, we've, even if we lost some games, we've we've been at the level of the competition. You know, we faced good teams and we've been there, but the the requirements of the game today were were higher, and we, we've not been in that level.
4: Elsewhere in the Premier League, Man United, or, uh, Palace, or Old Trafford. Say the line properly, beaten at home by Crystal Palace. Well done them. Lewton got their first Premier League victory as they beat Everton. Blimey. And Man City's perfect start to the season is over. As they were beaten by Wolves. What a bizarre day.
5: Final whistle
4: has gone. You can hear the boos
5: and the jeers. It's been an absolute nightmare for Manchester United at home today. That's back-to-back home wins. Roy Hodgson's side were well organised. And they absolutely deserve to take all three points this afternoon in the Premier League. They jump above Manchester United in the Premier League. Man United down to 10th. It is just an unbelievable scene here at Manchester United. Absolutely criminal performance, certainly in front of goal. Woeful performances. Talk about the momentum, certainly not here today.
1: It's very frustrating. Uh, All of us. Oh, we
4: didn't expect this, uh, not the fans, not we, eh? but uh, we know in the
1: Champions League, in the Premier League, every game you have to play your best and when you don't bring uh, your best levels, you will not win games.
6: Look at Man United, you know, you think they, they're turning a corner in the Carabao Cup with a, a really good result. You get beat at home again. I mean, it, it, it's trending on Twitter, Ten Hag out. They are an absolute sh. Shocking team. They've got no identity. They've got no plan going forward. Players don't want it enough. Lazy in midfield. Nowhere near good enough. been here at Old Trafford and I was just shocked
7: from what I've seen from the Man United side. I thought that uh, Marcus Rashford had zero impact on the game. They dragged him off. They needed a goal and they dragged him off. I didn't think he was worthy of staying on the pitch. He kept... uh, I don't know, there was a couple of times when he went down and yeah, there was physical contact, but I didn't see it as worthy of going down and having to come off and then come back on. I thought it was a very strange performance from him. But overall, you're right. Manchester United dreadful, but what a brilliant winner from Anderson. We don't know what we're doing in the final third. There's no composure. They shoot, they take people on. I don't think they know what they're doing themselves. Um, People would reflect that that's Ten Hag then. He's not as good as Pep. He's not as good as Klopp. He's not as good as Deserby. He's not as good as Angie. He can't get an identity. But then I look at the United players and I go, how many of the United attack would uh, would start for Spurs? How many of the United attack would start for Brighton? How many of them would start for Liverpool?
3: It's just absolutely abysmal. I mean, you've got Rashford who's sulking yet again, which it looks like. It's not just him. It's the whole team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. But at the moment, we we don't look like we're going to win any kind of game. I just wait for we play out Liverpool... Look at the bottom of 6 or 7 nil. E-Chan Huang looks like he'll be the match winner midway through this second half and there is the full time whistle, it's a famous famous Wolverhampton Wanderers win and after being dumped out of the League Cup in midweek Manchester City's Perfect start to the Premier League season is over. Angry scenes at full time as Manchester City players try and surround the referee. But there is no dampening the Wolves' celebrations. Wolves 2,
2: Manchester City 1.
1: Wolves well, have a victory for uh, for uh, uh, Wolves. and They defend really well, so deep. it was not easy. But uh, the process that they should do, we it properly. Our build-up, and that's why we, we struggled to, you know, to create chances that we had. But uh, but well, it's it's, it's what it is. The competition is tough, and and uh, yeah, congratulations for both.
6: Three days of real hard prep on it, getting the team into a shape that I thought would would help us against Manchester City, and um, yeah, it looked exactly as we prepped for. So that that was a big plus, and then the lads managed to carry it out very very well. So um, showed what good players we have on sort of transition and. Um, defended the goal extremely well, so yeah, it was, a, it was a really good performance.
3: There goes the full-time whistle, what an afternoon for Luton. In that Luton dressing room it's going to be absolutely brilliant because they, are, they had to earn everything there and, and they've done it to the, to the tee and it's an excellent performance. Everton 1, Luton 2. I mean everyone will look at wins, of course they will, and it's three points and that's great, but the performances have been good, you know, we've been building and getting better in every game. Brighton and Chelsea, we were, you know, we were well beaten, but we showed good stuff in those games as well. But then I think since then, West Ham and, and Fulham showed some really, good, you know, some really good qualities. We were a lot more um, stable at the back. We didn't give as bigger chances away and I think we've grown into those games. And then, you know, this last two games now, Wolves and, uh, and Everton, we picked up points and looked very, very good. So I like the way we're going. Absolutely incredible scenes at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Tottenham once again leave it late they've beaten Liverpool Liverpool with nine men absolute heartbreak it's Tottenham two Liverpool one Joel Matip tries to clear with his left foot but he gets it all wrong and he ends up putting the ball into the roof of his net a breathtaking game of football and Foster Cogler is applauding the Tottenham supporters you've got to feel for Liverpool but you just feel as if something special is brewing here at Tottenham
7: and of course two big moments in the game two, two red cars have you been able to, to see them back
6: do you think both, both, Reds were Fair range? Oh look, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't like commenting on those things. I haven't commented on ours. I don't. I mean, the one on the first half, look, you know, best got a pretty nasty knock out of it, and I thought, yeah, the second one just came from our persistent pressure. You know, we, we we constantly put them under pressure that they were having to foul because we we were constantly at them, and
0: yeah, their decisions for the referee. I don't think we should um, talk too much about that because it doesn't help at all. So um, Wolves had got a similar. Statement Apology, I don't even know, I didn't see it yet. Well, um, I didn't get a point, a point against United, if I'm right. So we will not get anything out of that today, so it doesn't help. We have to work all together um, on the subject that we make right decisions. And um, I'm pretty sure nobody is making mistakes on purpose, but it's still happening. It's not, not in this moment, not my, I don't know why. So, um, but, yeah, we would have scored fantastic goal. Would have changed the game. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Because uh, goals usually help. But it's he called a goal anyway. Um, so that's good. It
7: pains me as a Manchester United fan to say this. But Liverpool were robbed. The game is going backwards. I, I, There was times where I wanted to turn that game off. Disgusting officiating. It's incredible how people are being sent off in slow-mo and, and by still images. I thought that was bad enough. But the offside... Oh my, that is just totally and utterly unacceptable. They
5: didn't put the lines out. They did not put the lines out. Why? Every single time you see a match, they put the lines out and they did not put the lines out. So the referee couldn't even make the decision. We've been robbed.
4: To golf now. And Europe had another fantastic day in Rome as they took another step to winning back the Ryder Cup. Here's how day two sounded across the Talksport network. Justin Rose then from 15 feet for Birdie here on six!
5: And he
3: punches the air again! He's holding everything right now! Justin Rose for Birdie on six winds up this crowd trying to get the European momentum going. One last look on a very, very good line.
7: It needs to go. He's bending down, asking for it to go. It does! It's wonderful by Rory McIlroy. Into the heart of the green to 35 feet.
6: I expect anything different. So, McIntyre didn't take his chance on the previous green. Has another opportunity to help the Europeans in this match. Go another hole up, McIntyre for the two
4: Bingo, bingo
6: And he punches the air,
4: McIntyre And Europe do go two up And there is clear daylight We have five holes to play And Europe here with a significant advantage now But
3: here we go then Fitzpatrick in the gathering gloom For Birdie To leave this final match all square Has he hit it? No he hasn't and America, right at the death, grabs what could yet prove to be a hugely significant point. The match is finishing in a, in a pretty unpleasant manner, it has to be said, in terms of the atmosphere. I don't suppose Team USA will worry too much about that. They've got a point which gives them some hope, some belief that they could produce their own miracle in Rome tomorrow.
0: Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van?
4: To so the game day breakfast show now and ex-Chelsea and Ireland striker Tony Cascarino and Natalie Sawyer gave their thoughts on the weekend sporting headlines. Sport is pushing the actual, absolute
7: boundaries in football. Expecting players to play every three, you know, every three days or sometimes four with a bit of a stretch and the times that they're playing on a Thursday night or a Wednesday night and then playing the early game on a Saturday. Is it a coincidence that so many injuries? Because players run literally 90 minutes up at full pelt Mm -hmm. all the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, I watch fullbacks up and down the line now and that, and they're like, they're doing doggies. They're literally up, back, up, back the whole game. And it's a toll on their bodies. Some people go, oh, you know, this has always happened. No, footballers run more than they've ever run.
4: Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Austin TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it until then. Thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe.
0: That was a podcast from TalkSport.